Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast. At least I, I think that's what this is. Is that new music? That is the new theme song. That's actually the full version of the new theme song. Um, but, yeah, I, we're changing it up. We've been promising a, a new theme song, and and here you guys go. Man, we're bumping, bumping now. All right. This is something, something definitely to kill, too. Absolutely. By the way, I'm Josh. I'm Kente. And in case uh, you know you're new to our program, this is Harry's Coded Dexter Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things that is uh, Dexter, Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> we should do a Dexter's Laboratory uh, show. I'm sure yes. people would love that. By the they way. would love it. You know. Um, Let's see. Uh, how how are, how are they related? Dexter has an annoying sister. <laughs> Both of them do. Uh, mm, but Dexter's sister is kind of hot, though. That's kind of weird because she's like what, twelve? Duh. Dev is like uh, grown up. Oh, wrong Dexter show. <laughs> Then maybe we should just keep things straight by talking about the one and only Dexter Morgan. And on this week's episode, we will be starting 
uh, probably get through the first five minutes of season four. Because <laughs> that's just how deep we dig. That's right. We're deep diggers. But before we do that, Kente, what do we have in Dexter News? Dexter News? There's really no Dexter News. I mean, they're plugging away at the uh, eighth and final season. Um, it, from what I can gather, everything seems to be running smoothly. And uh, the cast are on Twitter raving about how good this season is. So, um, But then again, I wonder, though, would they be on Twitter talking about this season sucks? I don't think so. <laughs> It's like uh, we we are, I know we've been working hard on this for uh, the last seven years, so uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's it's just not gonna <laughs> not gonna pan out. Just cancel your showtime now. Um, there's there's really no point. <laughs> well, it seems to be good uh, just from the little bites. Well, steals basically <laughs> that I'm getting. <laughs> you know, it, it looks like they're having a, a whole a hell of a lot of fun making this damn thing. So we can take some solace into the fact that they had fun doing it. So our big Dexter news of the week, no news is good news. That's right. Because that means, uh, you know, everybody's alive, everybody's doing their job. And we haven't heard, uh, you know, people that have died being, you know, cast again. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, that's the mark of death. Hey, let's bring everybody back that's ever been on Dexter. Like, You know, most everybody's dead at this point. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Lil Chino come back. I like Lil Chino. That's a big sucker. He has one of those ironic names. Right, Lil Chino, yeah. He ain't Lil. He was about, he's damn near seven feet tall, that guy. He's a... He mung his head. I hope he's not listening, because... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure if, if, you know, the guy was listening, he'd be like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm glad somebody wants me back. You hear that? Somebody wants me back. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I've seen him in anything since then, so... that's That sh- should be our next uh, uh, podcast. Uh, we just follow that guy's career. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an easy podcast to do. Very short episodes. Okay, here's his IMDb. And uh, I guess that does it for this show, so... <laughs> yes. Okay, um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, it's just funny how some people can take a guest uh, star role and just, you know, make a career out of it. And then other people, they'll have a memorable guest star role in a great show. And then, you know, for whatever reason... You know, something I've noticed, I think the only person that they've had on the show with, like, a, uh, we'll say he's on the rise as far as career goes, is mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hanks' kid. Oh, yeah, Colin, yeah. Because after I saw him on Dexter, I, I was like, I have to see all of the movies he's done. Yeah, he was on Roswell. I remember him from that show, Roswell, back in the day. And he, yeah, so that goes way back. And then he was in King Kong. He was in King Kong? Mm-hmm. Yep. He I, had I a very know. big role in King Kong. He wasn't King Kong. No. <laughs> he was like Jack Black's assistant or something. <laughs> Jack Black's assistant in King Kong. Yeah. Um, Jack Black could have played King Kong. I know he was in that magic movie with who was it? John Malkovich. Hmm. 
He's a good actor. You know, at first I was thinking, oh, he's just getting that shine because of his daddy. But you know what? Because at first, you know, when you saw him and stuff at first, I wasn't impressed. But then he kept working at his craft, and he's really good. He got the stuff. Doesn't Tom Hanks have, like, another kid that wants to be a rapper? Oh, God, no. I didn't know that. <sighs> I, You know, if I was Colin, I'd just enjoy Daddy's money. <laughs> <laughs> That would be what I do. Chet. Chet Hayes. Oh God. Wants to. Uh, he wants to be a rapper. Mm. Please no. I mean, for, we have uh, Alan Thicke's son wants to be a R&B singer. Tom Hanks' son wants to be a rapper. Oh God. <laughs> well, you know what. <laughs> Enough of that depressing us. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get on with the killing. Let's get on with the killing, right. Okay, now, we have something uh, different now that we're going to do. Now, when we do our reviews, we have clips. So I've taken the time to to find some really good clips uh, for the show. Um, we'll play the clips and talk about, you know, the clips and... And uh, we won't play a clip of everything that happens in the show, but I have quite a bit of clips for all the uh, the, um, the, the episodes we're going to talk about. And the first thing I want to play is I have a, a look back at season three. I guess that'd be a good way to start. So uh, um, let's play that so we can kind of, and then we'll jump off in, into uh, season four. How, does that sound good, Josh? That sounds good. Let's do this. All right. Previous Dexter. Pregnant. What kind of father would I be? After all, I kill people. <laughs> Me, demented Daddy Dexter. I want it happening, but your role in this life is entirely up to you. Yesterday morning, you said when the case ends, we end. I thought you understood when we got involved. I track killers. That's what I do. The pattern of bodies was identified in Oregon. My flight leased tonight. If you're leaving, we got to work out logistics. Do you honestly want to go down this path? I don't know if I'm going to be a father to the kid. How could you say you're not going to be a father to that kid? I mean, where would you be without Harry? Harry knew my mother. Laura Moser was his informant. Was he just using her? Was he using me? Dad wasn't perfect, Dad. What did he do? He cheated on Mom. Bullshit. Who? I need all the records you have on my dad's confidential informant. Attractive female CIs. Laura, you know something? There's a good reason why Quinn's Avengers die. Internal Affairs is investigating you. Is there something you're not telling us? Anton's not officially CI. What do you mean? I never filed an arrest report on him. You are the best thing that has happened to me. Just sending out my positive intentions to our baby. Rita, we're connected. You're what makes me real. Please, say yes. Yes, we will marry you. Phil has offered to list my house so we can buy something bigger. Better hope she doesn't insist on a place with central air. I was actually thinking I might keep my place. No doesn't really work in a relationship, Dexter. Every man needs his privacy, some more than others. Is it possible I've actually made a friend? Someone I can trust with my dark secrets? I didn't teach you the code to share with your buddies. Miguel really did it, and I taught him how. Harry was right. He used me. You're all just unchecked versions of myself. 
what I would have become without my father's code. I could keep you now. I've never felt this. You've never had a son before. You wanted him to come into the world. Yeah. I've never wanted anything so much in my life. I have moved on from my father, but I still need his code. But right now, life is good. Dexter Morgan, family man. All right. Wow. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool stuff. All right. So, Josh. Yeah? Josh, what? Are you on mute? Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right, so pretty good stuff. Uh, that was uh, season three, and a, a little bit, a little bit of uh, season two, getting us. Uh, they're going to go back to some things in season two, but um, you like how they do that, though. Uh, you know, like, um, okay, this is the upcoming season, but this. These are all the important points of the past seasons, and you you need to know to get you caught up. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. Uh, and it, and because it really each season is self-contained, even though yeah. they kind of will go back on little points, but for the most part, you can fire up each season and uh, get a different. You know, I mean, I guess you you need to know, you know, the overall story, but you could actually come into any season and. Yeah, because every character kind of reestablishes itself um, during the new season. Right. Which is really cool in that way. All right, so um, this season, season four, um, the uh, the first episode is entitled Living the Dream. And uh, it is uh, written by Clyde Phillips and directed by Marco Siega. And it aired originally... April 27, 2009, with a rating of 1.9 million. Negative, sir. Hmm? April? I'm sorry, April. Uh, September, September 27, 2009. We're not even getting April. There's nowhere. April's not written anywhere here. April uh, in three days. Yeah, I think that's what, what I did. Uh, you guys have to forgive me. No. Okay, maybe. All right. So, uh, um, you know what? We'll let you do the the opening scene, which is hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, season four opens with um, Dexter Morgan driving in the dead of night. Am I right so far? Mm-hmm. Giving his um, well, the only, the only the only way I can describe it is his killer monologue. Uh, you know, um, inside his head, he's like, tonight's the night, you know, and, you know, he's still talking about stuff. And then we realize that, uh, no, he's not on his way to a kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we get a very special treat. Yeah. Cause this is intercut with scenes of John Lithgow getting ready, getting a bathtub ready. And they kind of do a, a Silence of the Lambs thing. They've done this a couple of times where it makes you think that they're going to be somewhere that, you know, Dexter is going to see John Lithgow in the very beginning. But then, you know, uh, then go ahead. <laughs> and what happens when uh, 
when Dexter gets to his location? You tell me. You watched it more recently. Than oh, I, I thought you. Oh my God. I watched it uh, last month. Oh, okay. Well, you <laughs> know it's his baby. Yeah, it, 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 the baby is uh, crying. So, <laughs> and no, he wasn't going to go stalk John Lithgow. John Lithgow actually is a killer, and he grabs a woman and pulls her pulls the woman naked into the bathtub. And yeah, there's a lot of nudity in this season. Yeah, he really shows his ass this season. John Lithgow, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and so he gets, you know, he's in the uh, bathtub with this woman, and uh, he slices her femoral artery in the bathtub, um, which is something that is uh, very important that you'll find a little bit later. But also, so where we left off, uh, you know, now Dexter is now uh, married, He's living with his his newborn as well as the two children that Rita have, and he's in suburbia now. He's he, living with Rita too. We can't we can't forget her. Yes, Rita is living with her with him <laughs> and the kids. And Dexter Dexter is exhausted. And the name of this episode should have been called "I'm fucking tired" <laughs> because it's like a constant theme. Dexter. Well, it does have that play, you know, living the dream because he's so tired. He's like in a waking dream. He doesn't really know what's going on half the time. He's trying to stay awake, stay conscious. <laughs> so he's, you know, he's, um, you know, just burnt, basically. Uh, yeah. He has yeah. no energy at all. And, uh, and, you know, he's adjusting to suburbia and his new... His new lifestyle and not being in his cool apartment and all of that stuff. And uh, now going back to the bathtub, we have uh, John Lithgow. Um, um, he does this thing where he's he's laying, he's sitting in the tub. The woman's sitting on top of him uh, against her, her will, by the way. And yeah. he does this thing where he shows a mirror. He pulls out a mirror so he can watch her die. Which is pretty fucking creepy, <laughs> you know. Like as he, uh, as she's dying, you know. We'll find out that everything about this guy's kills is just unnerving. It's it's unsettling what he does. The mirror is just the beginning. Just the beginning. All right. So um, then we uh, cut to the next day. Dexter gets up. He's, you know, he's putting on a suit. We never see Dexter in a suit. Um, and uh, he's going to testify um, in a case that he's working on. So he, he steps out of his house, and this is the first time Elliot, the, the asshole neighbor, <laughs> that's all I'll say for now, is, uh, you know, this is the first time we see Elliot. And you have to remember El- Elliot. Uh, in the future, but uh, Elliot is the, his neighbor, and he's uh, you know he gives him one of those neighborly hey how you doing buddy you know things yeah and so so Dexter's off to work. Then we have Deborah and Anton are going very well. They're they're uh, living together basically. No, they're happy, 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 and and uh, then um, also Anton. Got a gig because he's a musician at a cruise ship, working on a cruise ship, so that he can, um, so that he can be closer to. Uh, no, no, I, I'm sorry, that's not the case yet. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's um got a gig on a cruise ship, and so he they only see each other every so often at this point. So, um, but you know they they're you know they're making out and. You know, uh, she's going down. He's going down on her, and things look great on that front. Everybody's happy, happy, happy. Everybody's happy. So then our next scene is we have Dexter. He's um, testifying at the Benny Gomez um, trial, and we have a clip from his uh, performance on the stand. So uh, here we go. And what conclusions did you draw from the blood evidence, Mr. Morgan? I was able to determine the victim's movement and direction after the initial blunt force trauma to the head caused by the defendant's fist. How so? I reconstructed a timeline and sequence of events by examining here somewhere. I noticed a passive flow pattern blood stain approximately two meters in length emanating from the head wound, and the sample was consistent with the sample from the defendant's shirt. You did say passive flow pattern bloodstain. Quote, unquote. What exactly do your notes say? Um, the bloodstain described a passive pooling and flow configuration type O negative, matching the sample taken from um, uh, Leonetti's Sure. Well, this is a Gomez hearing. Yes, Mr. Morgan. The defendant's name is Benito Gomez. Uh, I must have brought the wrong notes. Do you frequently become confused and disoriented while conducting your spatter analysis, Mr. Morgan? No, I do not. Uh, we just had a new baby. Things were a little hectic this morning. So you're saying that you're sleep-deprived and it's affecting your judgment? No, it's just a momentary mix-up. Wrong notes. Wrong blood type. Wrong defendant, wrong case. That's what you call a momentary mix-up in a murder trial? I misspoke. Your Honor, the witness has just demonstrated how unreliable he is in a courtroom. I would have to ask how reliable his work is in the lab or on a crime scene. Moreover, how reliable is a police department that would place so much trust in his expert opinion? All right, so as we can see from that clip, that lawyer is a bitch. <laughs> no, she's doing her job. Yeah, well, her job is to be a bitch. Well, if I hey, if I was on trial, whether I did it or not, I would want my attorney to do what she did. Well, that's why I never plan on being on trial. I don't plan on it either, buddy. But you know, she got to do her job. But no, but, but we we see that Dexter is, he, you know, in the first three seasons, he he does he he keeps that part together. He you know, he usually does his job very efficiently and we can see that Dexter now has has um not doing his his job to the 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 best as he usually is. So Right, he's he's slipping a little. So um and then another thing we saw too is an angry Quinn who this is his case, he he uh um storms out of the court and and we'll a little bit later we'll um We'll play a clip of that, but um, so um, this actually allows Benny Gomez to walk. So, and then Dexter says something like, uh, "That's bad for him," or something like that. You know, like yeah, <laughs> like he was actually a bit better if he had, you know. Like I guess I gotta fix this. Right. 
So uh, then we then we we go to uh, Deborah, who's still looking through the list of her father's informants, and she is talking to Francis, uh, the black girl with the blonde hair, in that works in the what is it uh, records. records? Yeah. So I have a clip from that, and we'll play it. I'm halfway to the CI files you gave. How are you? I spend more time with that man of yours. Unless I'm looking for some old confidential informant your daddy might have diddled back in the day. I meet another one tomorrow. Maybe then I'll finally get some answers. Say you do. Then what? Then I'll know that my perfect fucking father wasn't so fucking perfect. So that's what? The meaning of life? The meaning of my life? I thought it would be longer. Um, so, uh, well, there there is one more clip that kind of goes with it. But um, so uh, we see that uh, that Deb is still concerned about her father and uh, the potential that he cheated on his his mother, uh, her yeah. mother, not his own mother. <laughs> so, um, what do you think about that, uh, Deb? I mean, why is it? You notice that thing about women. And you know, any, leave it any, alone. You can send it to me. Not only do they gotta know that you cheated, they gotta know, you know, how With many who? times, how many, you know, did you use rubber? I mean, they want to know every single detail. Well, that second part could be a little important. Yeah, right, right. But they. It's like, um, who was it with? And uh, it's like, uh, it was with Harriet, and they're like, herpes Harriet, and they're like, what? Right. But Kinte, I know we have our opinions on what's going on, but maybe uh, we could open the door to uh, other people's opinions. So how about we throw out that phone number and uh, see if we get any bites? All right. So as you know, this is a live call, a live show. You can call in at area code 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. When you call in, press 1. It will let you into the host queue, and we will answer your questions to the best of our abilities. Don't forget to press 1. Press 1. Now, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I'm not sure what Deb's um, fascination with knowing who her father was banging is uh, so important. I mean, it's not like um, her mother's still around to tell, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. Just, why Why is she so curious? I, you know what? Oh, it's a woman thing. They just want to know. I'm like, geez. They just want to know everything. I mean, personally, if it was my parents, I'd be like, uh, I really, I really don't want to know. I mean, just knowing that it happened is, you know, kind of weird enough since, you know, I'm supposed to be the, the child, the kid, the whatever. But. And be like, okay, I'm going to start an investigation where I'm going to find out every person my father was, uh, you know, cheating with. 
kind of, just kind of weird. Yeah, I, yeah, it is very weird. But you know, that's that's Deb. That's that's Deb. Okay, so um, in our next scene, uh, Quinn confronts Dexter, and we have the clip. Uh, he's pretty pissed, so we'll let Quinn tell you. Hey, buddy. Uh, I'm not sure. I said a store. Want to take guess what kind of store? I don't know, grocery? Clothing. You know me, I'm pretty into that shit. Gotta come correct and all. But not yesterday. This is about... Come on, buddy. Let me finish. I was at a store helping a lady pick out a suit for a son. Know why? Because he'd be in court. See the guy who killed his old man. Kid's first fucking suit. Something a father should be doing. Sorry. A little late for sorry. That asshole you let walk? Benito Gomez. Ah, now you get it right. You actually see what that fuckhead did? Gomez hit the kid's old man so hard his cheekbone broke, pushing his eyeball up and out of his face. Then Gomez, sweetheart that he is, kills the guy in front of his own son. I know. How about this beauty? Gomez did five years for beating his girlfriend so bad even her dentist had a hard time with the idea. So is your sorry going to keep Gomez from pounding somebody else into the Jesus, next world? chill out, Quinn. No, Deb, he's right. I screwed up in court today. Gomez walked. This one's on me. Thanks. I need so much. Why don't you hold on to those for me, okay, buddy? Sick of looking at him. You screwed up? Big time. Should I be worried? No, I'll be okay. Maybe it's Benny Gomez who should be worried. <laughs> Maybe Benny should be worried. What do you think? Yeah, buddy. He should definitely be worried, buddy. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Quinn with his name. Huh, buddy? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh, buddy? You know what I've noticed about Quinn? And, uh, you know, is that, uh, Quinn was chubby the fourth season. <laughs> I mean, compared to, he's like so freaking skinny now. He looks like a skeleton now. Like, in this season, he was pretty chubby. Yeah. But, uh,. He hit a, hit a belly on him there. I wonder if this is the season where he's taking all the kickbacks. <laughs> right. You know what? Mm. Yeah. And we we were talking about that before. So, uh, but yeah, he was pretty pissed. <laughs> so I, I I like though Dexter just took it, owned it, because Dexter know that eventually he's gonna make it right, right? Yeah. <laughs> but how about this? You know, there are some sometimes. Um, you have these situations. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot like Dexter in that regard. If I fuck up, you know, you got to man up to it. You gotta, you gotta say, yeah, that was me. But sometimes it's not good enough for some people, you know. Uh huh. Um, I think Quinn was on the verge of, uh, you know, passing that point of, you know, being a total dick about it. But uh-huh. he he walked the line very well. I mean, he's well within his rights, but. He knew he couldn't really just lay into him like he wanted to mm-hmm. because Dexter didn't, you know, point fingers or, you know, try to pass the buck. He was like, yeah, I know. And Quinn's like, God, why did you have to be so responsible for this? And now I can't <laughs> yell at you and uh, just take the pictures and I'm going <laughs> to exit now. <laughs> So yeah, then 
of course, throughout throughout the series, um, they have well, we'll say, ever since Quinn made his debut, they have had a very awkward relationship. Right. Because uh, you know uh, there was that whole the the tension they had uh, for a little while. Uh, what season three? Mm-hmm. Um, been yet, you know he was still at the bachelor party. Right. So it, they have a funny relationship. Yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. So. Um, we go back to the the office, and Maria uh, or Laguerta sends Quinn, Deb, and Dexter to a and Vince to a uh, murder, um, which is the the bathtub murder, and um, and uh, also to uh, I'll do this before we get into the bathtub murder. Uh, outside the crime scene, um, Quinn. Um, talks to an attractive reporter named Christine Hill. She is fucking hot. <laughs> okay, I remember when I first saw that, like when it first aired, thinking, "Oh my god, <laughs> she's she's pretty hot." I like the uh, I like the reporter chick. Um, can, so, can I give a spoiler? Yeah, Quinn's gonna bang her. <laughs> yeah, you should. I know I would have. Jeez. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he actually gives her his private phone number. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so inside the crime scene, um, they are basically investigating, uh, the, the, uh, bathtub murder we saw from the opening, and we have a, a clip. So here we go. Talk about your bloodbath. <laughs> Tough room. Okay. Femoral arteries severed. She bled out of me. Suicide? No weapon on the premises? Exactly. The coroner can suck my uncircumcised dick if he doesn't rule it's a homicide. Way TMI, Masuka. Employment records show she just got promoted to Dusha. A total babe. And she could cook. Had it all going on. Then this. It's a very well-organized crime scene. The assailant took his time. Cleaned up after himself. Obviously doesn't have kids. Keep an eye on our expert witness. In case our girl's parents actually want to see someone go to jail for doing this to their daughter. So, um... <laughs> I like that. I like Obviously that. doesn't have kids. <laughs> yeah, Mizuka, Mizuka's pretty funny this season. Too. I mean, he's Talk always about funny. your bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> You know they, you know that those techs be doing shit like that. <laughs> you know, I think it's like one of the only ways to really get through such a crappy job, surrounded by death all the time, to make bad puns. It's a lot like being a host of a podcast. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say yeah. Uh, janitor at a um, sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at the office, Deborah, Deborah is frazzled by how well her life is going. 
which is so fucking hilarious. Everything's going great, but Deb is not happy about it. So all that is seemingly happy. <laughs> Everything's stuff. so great, I fucking hate it. And and she she even says she expects things to go bad, you know. So um And, and that's the cue. <laughs> and she's talking to LaGuerta, right? Mm-hmm. And she tells LaGuerta that you know, how how things go with a guy that she's set him up with and she says, Oh, I'm you know, I'm not interested, uh, I'm you know she put you know, plays it off and then we'll find out later why why she um blew that guy off. Um well not blew him off, like blew him off like <laughs> uh, sexually, but uh she, she she didn't uh date him. So uh and then um this is something you're a father. I am. There's a scene where Dexter's working in his lab, and uh, Rita calls him to sing the baby to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm thinking, he works with death and blood, and, you know, he's a hard-working guy. I don't know. Have you ever had some, some your wife do that to you? Like I'm working. No. No, I don't know, man. She does a couple of things this season that really pissed me off. Uh, oh my god, there's one scene I can't wait to talk about it because it pissed me the fuck off. She's really annoying as hell in this season, but I don't know. It's just maybe it's because it's Rita. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm make everything you know even more. Uh, disgusting to me, but I'm like, you ain't doing nothing. You're at home. You sing the baby to sleep. <laughs> I'm processing blood from a crime scene. I have no time to sing this. What was it? The Star Spangled Banner that he sang to get the get baby to go to sleep? Something to that effect. I don't know. It seemed like she was just trying to bug him at work. Oh, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not sure the safe way to answer this. Uh, it's not that she was trying to bug him while I was at work. He, uh, you know, maybe she just wanted to hear his voice. All right, let me ask you a question. Her first husband, the one that died in prison? Yeah. Did she ever call that motherfucker <laughs> wherever he was to do that? No. She didn't bug him because she know what would have happened. I want the same respect as that asshole, you know. (laughs) I don't know, man. She just seemed buggy. Like, how come I treat you well and you shit on me? And yet, the guy that shit on you, you were like, (laughs) I'll do whatever you say. Oh, man. Okay, watch. When we get to that scene, uh, I I can't remember what episode it was. But, uh, yeah. This will be something I'm gonna go on a rant on that one. It's not this episode, but she did something that t- pisses me off. And if anybody, if if a woman I was seeing did this, I would get, I would be pissed. So, but I know you're probably gonna say, well, when you're married, that's what happens. Fuck that. But anyway, what I'm gonna say is, mm-hmm. Deborah's world is gonna get turned upside down. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> And wrinkly <laughs> balls. <laughs> All right, so um, people are leaving the office, 
and Vince uh, tries to find a drinking buddy, and um, and then you know, uh, he gets shot down, shot down, shot down, and then uh, on hell, he's like complaining about this case, you know, a man who was shot in the head while honeymooning, right? Mm-hmm. And he just says, like, man, I need me a drink, <laughs> you know. So he's like, yeah, I'll go drinking with you, right? So uh, they decide to go drinking with each other uh, at a titty bar, mind you, right? So um, um, then we we cut to Dexter is following. He's at watching Gomez at his regular watering hole. Wait a second. Wait a second. I thought the last time we checked in with Angel, he was in a uh, pretty good relationship with an undercover hooker. Yeah, they they explained that it didn't work out. I think they they explained it uh, not yet though, but I think uh, I don't think they uh, to this point. But uh, one of his fellow cops asked him, "Was he dating her?" It might have been in this episode, uh, and he said, "No, we're you know it didn't work out." And uh, he said, do you mind if I ask her out? And that's how pretty much they explained why he wasn't involved with her no more. Okay. I just wanted to get that out of the way because last time we talked about Angel, he was like, oh, my heart is on my sleeve. <laughs> you know, he kind of, the way you, you describe him, he sounds a lot like uh, Miguel Rado. <laughs> like, he's like the the uh, the good guy version of Miguel Rado, basically. Maybe he was. Oh, uh, you never know, right? All right, so uh, you know, Dexter is planning to ambush him there. Yada yada yada. Okay, now we cut to a. It's like a hotel room. It looks like, and we see the gorgeous Lagorta getting getting herself all sexified, and I have a clip. So let me play this clip, and then we'll talk about it. I wasn't sure you'd actually come by. I did my FaceTime with Masuka, and then I came to where I really wanted to be. Megan, this isn't crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy good. What the what? You couldn't tell from that clip. That was La Guerta and Angel getting it on. What the what? Yeah. I mean, when you first saw that, were you surprised? Yeah, because I was like, hey, wasn't he with uh, uh, an undercover hooker? <laughs> but, uh, you know, seriously, I, I it's going to sound weird, but I was like... Um, did I miss something? Did, was was there an episode that I didn't see? A hidden 13th episode from last season? Maybe Dexter Season 4, Episode 0? Where did this come from? <laughs> well, they, they want you to believe that during the time in between the third and fourth season, that's what happened. So, in between the third and fourth season, Rita had a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inhale and... Uh, Sorry, Angel and uh, La Guerta uh, start boning. Mm-hmm. 
What else? Oh, um, Deb and Anton are happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter is tired. Whatever happened with Masuka and the party planner? Um, hmm. Quinn is still a dick. Okay. <laughs> He's still a dick, that's for sure. <laughs> so, I guess season one really does catch everybody up on uh, what's going on. All right. That's funny. He's, he's still a dick. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, he's he's less of a dick, kinda, but he's still a dick. It's not his fault. He was born that way. It's what Lady Gaga says. <laughs> All right. So. We get to back, we get to back at the crime scene, and uh, and um, we have two clips, and these two? are yes, these are very very important. So, all right, I'm going to play these two clips, and then we're going to talk about it. this. is very very important stuff. Have no delay. Let them play. All right, here we go. What is this, Extreme Home Makeover Forensics Edition? The first pass-through, I found some blood that didn't belong to the victim. Possible DNA from the killer? Don't think so. The sample was pretty degraded. And what's the source? Not sure. Yet. Coming from you, why does that not surprise me? You know he's my brother, right? Found something. Mr. Morgan. It's blood. Full pattern, not incidental spatter from the recent murder. This is something else entirely. Where's it from? Bathtub. So you're taking an already extremely difficult case and polluting it with your, what, theories? I didn't put the blood there. And according to you, neither did our killer. Joey, why don't we step outside let the geeks get their geek on? I gotta be somewhere, so see if you can hold things down around here without going all asshole on my brother, okay? Dexter, how's my favorite blood spatter analyst? <laughs> uh, great. How's my favorite serial killer hunter? Uh, you just missed Deb. Actually, I'm here to see you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Database has a girl killed here recently. Severed femoral artery? Pretty brutal. Crime scene telling you anything? Not much. Killer was careful, right? Immaculate. Very. Well, you're in the middle of something here. I uh, I don't want to interrupt. Mind if I drop by the station later? Sure, not a problem. Good seeing you again, Dexter. And in case you didn't know who that voice was in the second clip... Uh, Josh, who was it? It was. Um, hold on, I know this. It was. Uh, 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 Lundy. Okay. <laughs> I, I was trying trying to find a, a funny thing to say, but I no, I I didn't have anything. It was Lundy. 
<laughs> it's Deb's uh, old uh, wrinkled ass flame. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, it's funny too. Uh, well, you know, you could have said it's Robert Carradine's uh, brother, right? Who? Uh, Robert. You know, uh, the the, the one um, uh, Bill from Kill Bill. Huh? Kill Bill. Bill. That's his brother. I thought that was David Carradine. David Carradine. What's it, Robert? My bad. It's yeah, brain he fart. died from autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Don't ask how I know that. Why? Well, yeah, everybody knew that one. Yeah. Well, let's just say uh, he saved a lot of lives because I think people are much more careful when they autoerotic asphyxiated it themselves. You would think the guy from NXS would have taught them that in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes people need an update on their history. Okay. So Lundy is back. I, I remember when I, you know, unfortunately I didn't know that he was going to be in the season, being that from casting news. But when they showed the clip in the previously, when I, I'm talking about when I first saw it, I was yeah. like, Lundy's going to be back. You know, <laughs> like because it's like why would they show that? You know, like there was no reason. It's right? Like wait, that was from two years ago. And that's is that relevant now? Right, but. It was still cool though that they had Lundy in the, in there because you know he was a great character in that uh, in that um, season. So I think his character is highly overrated. Really? Why is that? Oh, because he didn't get his man. No, because he he's the world renowned serial killer hunter, and what so far he's zero for two. <laughs> And died. Well, won't say that. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? He should be the world-renowned pussy hunter because he did. He knows how to get that. Yeah, he, he landed that. <laughs> yeah, that's the other. That's something else he'd be killing up. <laughs> now, also, by the way, a serial killer sister <laughs> that he was hunting. You, uh, you, you know, one thing I love about the Lundy character though is. The way they have him, where he looks at him, it, he always has this look at Dexter, like he knows, you know, like that. I know what you're doing, but truthfully, he does. He never did, and you know. But how many times in the second season did he look at Dexter, and you had this thought that he knew what Dexter, he knew something wasn't right, but he never was on the Dexter at all. Well. Mm-hmm. One of one of the great things that I always liked about Lundy is is those looks that he would give Dexter, and uh, I'm just waiting on that uh, casting news to find out that you know uh, he's coming back for the final season. <laughs> that uh, who? Lundy's coming. I'm waiting for that <laughs> to you know see if he's going to come back for the final season because. You know, if anybody's going to catch him, I'd want it to be that guy, the guy that boned his sister, right? Oh, yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and everybody that saw uh, season four should know exactly what I'm doing, so shut the hell up. <laughs> right, definitely. <laughs> so now we can continue talking about season four without worrying uh, about, uh, you know, um, yeah. 
Let's just be in the moment. Be in the moment, Kinte. All right. So Deborah meets. Uh, okay. Wait. 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 Uh, as you can see, Lundy says that he he's noticed his mo and he wants to shoot something by Dexter. Yada yada yada. We'll find out more about this. It will find more about this. Okay, so continuing on, Deborah meets with one of Harry's informants, and uh, um, the woman says he really was into her. I mean, she was really into him, but Harry wouldn't give it up, basically. Because she was a, what you call it, beast. Yeah, right. Because I remember, like, later she says something about, she actually disses her look, her appearance, she says something like, uh, uh, something about her being having too much makeup or something like that. Uh, I can't remember exactly. What he doesn't that. want his whores to look like whores. <laughs> right. So, um, okay, so we... Um, we Is Dexter planning on killing anybody? I'd like to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we we continue on and uh, um, we we continue on and we we go to uh, Dexter goes to this uh, boxing ring and he's setting it up because that's the place he wants to kill Benny Gomez. So you know he 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 gets his uh, his normal setup with plastic and everything, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the bar where Benny Gomez is at. To wait for him. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking falls asleep. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and that, to make it worse, he falls asleep, and a cop comes and uh, makes him do a field a sobriety test while Gomez is getting away. <laughs> Man, he's not even remotely drunk. It's just another. Uh... Cop being like, uh, you know, <laughs> let's be a dick today. Yeah, it's like you know, because it's it's against the law to fall asleep in your car <laughs> outside yeah. of a bar. <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, yeah, he was a real dick too. He was real, and it, it was funny because he gives him his info to let him know that he's, uh, you know, on the job. Yeah, brotherhood, right? And he's all like, "You should know better." Then <laughs> you know, it, it didn't matter at all. <laughs> so uh, that totally fucks up uh, Dexter's uh, plan. And it would be one thing if it's like, okay, I'm drunk. We need to watch out for each other. But he's not even drunk. <laughs> you just, oh, you're not drunk? Huh. Okay. <laughs> Let's take this a little further. Touch your nose. Now touch your toes. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. And he's like, say the alphabet backwards. I was told to uh, always say um, that you could not do that uh, at any point. Yeah. It's too difficult. I was like, I can't even do that sober. What are you talking about? <laughs> Z-X. L-M-N-O-P. Wait, L-M-N-O-P. So P-O-N-M. I don't know. I-N-G-O. So Dexter gets a nap. And this here's a this scene is um okay, Dexter goes back home and he is tired. He just wants to go to sleep. And this is the night Rita decides 
she wants to get her on. <laughs> and she got the, you know, she has the uh, the um, the lingerie going, and she has some uh, some kind of toy or something. She had, she was ready to go for it, and and Dexter is just like, I don't even care. I just want to go sleep. That's how tired Dexter is. And well, that's not really saying much. He doesn't seem to be the most passionate kind of guy, anyway. Not unless there's blood on the table, you know. Mm-hmm. So the, to him, it's like, okay, you know, I enjoy my relations with my wife, uh, but in this situation, it's like, uh, why, 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 why? When most guys would be like, okay, finally. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Rita wants to get her freak on. <laughs> then what happens? Now, this is one of the most touching scenes, I think, in all of television history. This is post-sex, the, the baby cries, and this is one of the most just touching scenes that I've ever seen. And we, we have the clip of a father talking to his infant son. And I, I, So I'm going to play the clip, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay? Okay. moments in television history you come back from with a laugh <laughs> that, I mean come on now weren't you touched by that yes that's why I'm not laughing <laughs> <laughs> I mean come on now wouldn't you want I mean if that was your dad wouldn't you want him to tell you that you know what probably not <laughs> I like the term plausible deniability. <laughs> See, he just made his kid an accomplice. <laughs> that kid should go to jail too, huh? Yeah. Absolutely. She, he should have turned his daddy in the minute he heard So that. you knew about this for years? <laughs> yeah, all Dexter has to do is be like, I told him when he was a baby. Really? <laughs> it's my accomplice. <laughs> so... Yes, that that was a very touching scene. So, uh, all right. So we um, we go to uh, Christine, the fine as uh, um, reporter, uh, makes the front page with, with the information that Quinn gave her about the tourist murder, and um, he tells her some more information that it's the highest priority, and then they agree to go on a date. Lucky Quinn, man. He's lucky man, right? Um, all right. So then we we go back to uh, um, uh, Masuka's finding information about her bathtub murder, 
And um, so let's uh, play the clip. I got the blood work back from the bathroom do-over. Did you run it through the database? No point. The blood you swabbed showed shit all on the DNA front. Our chances of finding out who it belongs to are about, oh, one in six fucking billion. What was Lisa Bell's address? 1578 Glencoe, why? Well, the DNA won't tell us who it belonged to. Maybe the address will. 1578 Glencoe, April 11th, 1979, homicide. 1979? Vicky Noonan, 22, found in the bathtub. Blood out, incision to her thigh. What are the chances of that? What are the chances of what? Vincent Masuka, if memory serves. That's right. LFI on the BHB. <laughs> You're working a case, right? Feds need us to... Mind if I speak with Dexter? Oh. Well, I'll go uh, to Rutgers and get the write-up on Noonan. Just do my job. He's right, you know. About? Why I'm in Miami. It is a case. Yeah, I figured. Why do you need me? You have the full resources of the FBI? Not anymore. I'm retired. Oh. Their loss. Yeah, well. I fish. Travel. And, uh, now I have the time to track down the one twisted son of a bitch who got away. So who is the twisted son of a bitch? I call him the Trinity Killer. Kills in threes. Been doing it all over the country for years. Problem is, I can't prove he exists. Law enforcement doesn't talk to each other. So no one at the FBI is even on board. Just me. I've been looking for a break. And this happens. Lisa Bell. Her murder profile fits the previous victims. Trinity's in Miami, Dexter. Starting a cycle all over again. How far back do your cases go? About 15 years. The house and room where Lisa Bell was murdered was the site of a very similar homicide 30 years ago. Take a look. successful serial killer to ever get away with it. So now we have a name for John Lithgow's character, and he is the Trinity Killer. Trinity, yes. Because he kills in threes. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, and then we also see him, the Trinity Killer, again, naked. I mean, he is really naked a lot in this episode. So, ladies, if you love John Malkovich, I mean John Malkovich, John Lithgow, and you want, if you ever wanted to see him naked, look at look up uh, Dexter season four episode one, Living the Dream. You get all your John Lithgow nude <laughs> fix in this episode. No frontal though. So I know that's probably got to suck for all the ladies out there, but. Um, so we have the Trinity Killer, we have his name, we find out Lundy 
you know, there's a moment too where Lundy says, um, "Hey, I, the one that got away," and then Dexter looks like, "Oh shit!" You know, like is he talking about me? <laughs> but then you find out that uh, no, no, it's the Trinity killers he's looking for, and and um, so that is where that goes. All right, so we have uh, another clip, and it's of Deb when she f- sees Lundy for the first time. So I'm going to go to the clip. Anton, I have to go. I have a meeting. Hello, Deborah. Motherfucking fuck. <laughs> nice to see you, too. What, what, what are you doing here? Are you here on a case? Actually, I'm retired now. Yet yeah, you're here. Life has a natural forward momentum. Certain things are inevitable. Like you. Making detective. Congratulations. Thanks. I never had any doubt. <laughs> so, how long will your forward momentum keep you in Miami? Not sure exactly. Be seeing you. Yeah. I guess maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. So we see Deb is. <laughs> um, she's confused. confused. First time, and now she's confused. Oh my God, the hot. She's like, oh. And Lindy's like, yeah, I'm still pimp. I got it. <laughs> you know that's what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he totally plays her. You know, he, 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 you know what he wants. So He's just happy to be like, yeah, I knew she'd be like, oh. <laughs> I confuse her. I'm the man. <laughs> An old, old man. Very old man. All right, so the next scene, um, we kind of run through this. Next scene, we have Dexter. He's um, He stalks uh, Gomez to his trailer park. He takes him at the door, gets him into the boxing ring, collects his blood slide, and right as he's about to kill him, Rita calls, <laughs> needing ear medicine for the baby. And she says something, too. He says, like, I'm kind of in the middle of something. And she goes... Whatever you're doing can wait. I was like, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, like, you don't have to say that. You know, like, what? Uh, it just totally dismisses him. You know, I mean, yes, the kid is sick. Right. He's, if that's his child, he knows that he needs to get it. Don't say whatever I'm doing can wait. Smack. <laughs> don't ever do me like that. I said, because, you know, she, you think she would have said that to her, that last guy? Hell fucking no, because you know what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know what happened. Right. So I, I would remind her of the the last motherfucker she was with. Okay? Don't talk to me like crazy. All right, Rita gets on my nerves. Anyway, so it totally fucks his game off. And it was funny because he tells uh, Gomez something about, uh, I gotta, you know, I can't savor this one, you know. So things you do for the family, and then takes him out. So, uh, you know, he's being very rushed. 
He's getting everything together, closing the trunk. Dexter hops in the car. He's driving down the street, and he sees Harry, right, in the road a couple of times. Uh, he says something. I can't remember exactly what it is. And Dexter falls asleep behind the wheel. He loses control of the vehicle, and the, the car flips very t- uh, several times with the back with the, the trunk opening up. Because we we saw what it looks like uh, he put the body of uh, in cut up in pieces of Gomez, so we have no idea what's going on, and that's how the episode ends. Pretty fucking cool ending, right? Mad car accident, yo. I I remember seeing that and going, oh shit, fuck, <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, <laughs> you know when that happened, like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, what a nightmare, <laughs> you know. If I'm a serial killer, I got a body in the trunk. So uh, that's how the episode ends. And then we, we uh, go into season, I mean, episode two of season four, Remains to be Seen, directed by Brian Kirk, written by the great Charles H. Eldley. Can't never say his name right. Dude? Uh-huh. I think it's time to call it a night. Oh, okay. Ten minutes and well, I look forward to the next eleven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We will not do one episode, I promise, uh per <laughs> per episode for for these uh fourth, fifth and sixth season. So even if we got to next week record two shows back to back or something because you know we can't be doing 11 weeks on one season right but you know it's really difficult um uh the situation uh we have more or less an hour long show right mhm and especially as as we keep saying with season 4 it it is just so damn awesome that's true that it's it's difficult to you know uh, get so much awesomeness in in such short period of, of time. So what do we do? How do we fix this? Um, hmm. Maybe maybe we'll get a monkey. Monkeys are good. I keep um. You 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 have me so far. All right, and we will teach the monkey how to act out a recap of the show and we'll film it and put it on YouTube. Huh. I'm digging this. Yeah, like where can we get a monkey at? I don't know. Uh Kevin Smith seems to have the line on monkeys there. <laughs> well or maybe we should get twelve monkeys. Just in case, you know, one of the monkeys uh you know doesn't act right. Okay, twelve. Okay. Well, you know, because the great movie, Twelve Monkeys. What? Twelve Monkeys, the movie. That's you haven't seen that one, Bruce Willis? Yes, it's a great movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I just, I, um, I might be aging myself a little bit, but I saw it in the drive-in. Uh, As, uh someone says, "Is Bubbles free?" 
I don't know. Is Bubbles free or not? I think Bubbles might be a little depressed. Uh, did, did he? I thought I read somewhere he passed away. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Anyone who knows if Bubbles are, is alive or not, uh, please write Harry's Code Addiction Podcast. <laughs> and we are still looking for our perfect serial killer names. That's right. Right now, I'm uh, what? Um, the Baloney Bastard or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Baloney Bastard. <laughs> the Baloney Bastard strikes again. What's his calling card? He eats all of a damn baloney. I like it. I like it because if he, I don't like baloney, so. <laughs> so there you go. How could you not like baloney? Oh, I hate the smell. I hate the look. I hate how it bubbles up. Ugh. You know what I would do? I I love Beyonce, right? I think she's just gorgeous. I would not kiss Beyonce if she just ate baloney. You have no taste, sir. I would not do it. I would tell Beyonce I love you, but I can't do it. She would cry, I'm sure. But hopefully she'll get over it eventually. Well, um, I guess... I guess that that wraps it up for this first episode of Season 4. If Oscar Mayer wants to... Uh, you know, sponsor the show, then I will pretend like I like baloney. You will like baloney if Oscar Mayer says we're getting money. <laughs> I, I... I will tell people that I like it, even though I don't. Um, can I? I, I just want to reassure our audience. Um, that no matter what happens over the next few weeks, no matter how bad the world gets as uh, World War Three looms uh, just over the horizon, you will have your weekly fix of Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast. I assure you, because Kente and I are not going anywhere. And we will always be around to talk about Dexter. I mentioned that because uh, uh, something about North Korea just came up, entering a state of war against South Korea. You know, things like that. Am I alone? We just got a Bubbles update. Sorry to uh, cut in. Okay. One of our listeners just messaged me and says... That Bubbles is alive and living well in an animal sanctuary. So, I'll, can we dedicate this? Ep- let's dedicate this episode to Bubbles Jackson. Let's do that when he's dead. <laughs> no, no, he deserves to get some props while he's here. He's a great man, monkey, M- monkey. Hmm. Very talented. How about we just make this a blanket? Uh, this episode has been dedicated to all celebrity monkeys. <laughs> like Bubbles. And Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber. <laughs> and Kim Jong-un. Hey, I like little Kim. Really? Mm-hmm. Who do you think would want to fight Dexter or Kim Jong-un? 
in his mind, Kim Jong Un. But uh, Dexter. No, I don't know. They're both fake. Um. <laughs> Whatever Dennis Rodman did, man. I don't know what uh, what what he did. <laughs> he comes back and he's like, "Oh, they're great, man. You know, everybody loves them, and and, and uh, you know, all they want is peace." And then as soon as he leaves, you know, they're like, "Okay, now we go to war." <laughs> <laughs> Like Rodman, what the hell did you do? <laughs> it made him look like an asshole. Fix it, fix it, Rodman. Now, <laughs> yeah, all he all he wants is a call from President Obama. Ah, oh. uh. but that's a, that's that's a topic for a different show. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Kim John <laughs> podcast. We will be back next week to talk about more of uh, the Great and Holy One. <laughs> All right. So as, as we go out, let's, uh, if you mind, I'll play the uh, theme again. The new one? Yes. Okay. Uh, before we go out, let's let's get our uh, let's get our uh, what you call it, our plugs in. Okay. Okay. Monday. The f- season finale of Talking Walkers, the Walking Dead podcast, after. Monday, there won't be any show until September. Ish. Now, why is that? Because the show is uh, season finale is is Sunday. Yeah, but why why not just keep going with the talking walkers? Because I do like uh, as it is five podcasts uh, in a week. <laughs> I need a day off. <laughs> anyway, um, Tuesday. We, no, we may we'll we'll pop in every once in a while. Maybe if there's some news or something, or maybe we'll do uh, uh, on the webisodes or something like that. But I, how, how long is the show generally? Um, hour and a half to two hours. So why not just pop in for twenty, thirty minutes and just you know give like a little update on what's going on in the world? Okay, so um, so I'm just gonna pop in and talk about uh, zombies randomly. Sure. We, there's there's a, certainly a lot of zombie content to talk about these days, and uh, we want our fans to miss us. Then what are we doing? <laughs> well, we have so much more to talk about with the <laughs> Dexter, especially over the next eleven weeks as we cover season four. Right. You know, I was thinking too, like, oh, we'll have a, uh, you know, I figured we we get in all the shows and we'll have like a hiatus, but I just realized. No, we won't because uh, the season will be starting up. Uh, now I'm wondering Three if months. we're going to finish the uh, catching up with all the recaps. <laughs> it seemed like so long. Like, oh, man, it's going to be a long time before the season when we first started. Just remember, we don't have to uh, go over season seven again. We did that. All right. We're good. We have about four, five, and six. That's quite a bit. At this rate, you know. We have three months. As long as we can cover one season a month, we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. I doubt it. We only did one episode today. That's <laughs> One of these weeks, we're going to have to do a Saturday, uh, Friday-Saturday show. Okay, if you want us to do a Friday-Saturday show, uh, just drop in on our Facebook page and let us know. All right. Would you be willing to listen to us talk about Dexter twice a week? Well, 
I mean, Friday, Saturday, like every once in a while, just to make sure that we are on time with <laughs> so that we, you know, I would love to have done all the shows before we um, get into the new season. So, absolutely. But until then, tell us about Tuesday. Tuesday, um, we have, oh, the playlist. And the guest on the playlist is a person you know very well, Josh. Actually, you see him every day. Someone I see every Is it my wife? Why? No, no, no. You see him every day. Oh. Is it my husband? <laughs> you guys are married to each other. In, in yeah, I'm, I'm in one of those states where they allow uh, uh, same-sex marriage and polygamy. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's say you've made love. You have made love to him in the roundabout way before. I'm sure. <laughs> Not in roundabout. It's pretty direct. <laughs> yes, Josh will be our guest on uh, the playlist where he'll come on with his with 15 songs in a playlist, and we'll play them and talk about them. So and for everyone, everyone that uh, listened to episode one, I'm sorry. I I already know in advance that I am not going to be. As well versed as uh, your first guest was in uh, the realm of musical trivia. Uh, I think you'll you'll do fine. I hope so. You'll do fine. I'm not gonna. I uh, I was blown away to be honest. I was like, what? <laughs> She's good. She's real. Oh good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freaking amazing. Uh, between me and you, she might have googled some of those. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's fine. I, I should have a, a. I should put a clock on. <laughs> <In a, laughs> you know what I need to? Yeah, that's what I need to do is have a sound, some sound effects too. So, but uh, yeah. so that will go to Wednesday. Wednesday, there you go. And if you want to listen, well, I'm not giving anybody a choice. Wednesday, you need to be at Spreaker.com/slash/user/slash/Ramsey R A double M Z double E for the Raya. Wednesday night showcase, and that all kicks off with my show, The Wingman Show, where you will learn everything about uh, what's going on in Hollywood. That's who's doing who in Hollywood, not who's doing what. I like to talk about actors and, you know, their work. You know, kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> all right. I don't go into that tabloid stuff. No. See, I want to do the show of who's doing it. Except you wouldn't be talking about celebrities, right? You'd be like, you know, down the hall. <laughs> but after the Wingman show, if you want to be, uh, oh, if you listen to some of the some of the craziest things you'll ever hear on the internet, crazy and true, as a matter of fact, you got to listen to the ladies' room. <laughs> it is just unfiltered. Unscripted, Porn. un un everything as is women talk about real stuff, and it's just oh, donkey punch, donkey punch, porn. <laughs> I want to do a porn inside porn weekly show. Come on, let's do that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have that. Uh, that, that background. I don't either. <laughs> but it, it would By be the hard. way, I'm just kidding, listeners. I'm only being serious. <laughs> but of course, 
as always, there's the, the flagship show, the Star Trek Enterprise of Raya Radio, if you will, Just Kicking It with Ramsey, where you hear me, you hear The Rock, Kinte, that's you, mm-hmm. um, the talented Mr. Keith, and of course, the main man himself, Ramsey, Real People, Real Talk, 9.30 Eastern Standard, that's the Raya Wednesday Night Showcase, but that's three days a week, you would think... Okay, I guess these people are done entertaining us. You would be wrong. Kente, take us to Thursday. And on Thursday nights, we have this spotlight radio show where we talk about everything under the sun from video gaming, acting, voice acting, uh, just Hollywood, everything we talk about on the show. We've been doing the Villain Madness, uh, where we're ranking the, the top villains in movie history. Um, and the villains need your help. Uh, <laughs> we have so many things that we're going to be talking about, and uh, it's just a, a really fun show to do. So, and I love that show, by the way. Absolutely love listening to that show. But that takes us to Friday, where you listen to Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast. That's this show right here. And that's a show you can call in and talk all sorts of crap to us and, you know, be like, you know, you guys suck, and Dexter was really about this. And we'll be like, no, it wasn't. And then we'll get into, like, this huge Internet fight, and then we'll go on Twitter and just start flaming each other. And and then, um, (laughs) no, no, not that at all. No. But it's where you get to uh, go to talk about Dexter, one of our favorite shows. Yes. And if you're listening, I'm guessing one of your favorite shows. Yes. So that's Monday through Friday of solid entertainment given to you by us. Yes. I guess we need to work on the weekends. I know, right? God only rests what on Sunday. I guess we we could. Uh... But then again, he's God, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, and and, the, and I want to wish people a happy Good Friday and a happy Easter as well. Oh yeah, there's that. Um, and wish your daughter a happy birthday. She yes, turns today is my daughter's sixth birthday. Happy birthday! Although she's not listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you got her a pony. Yes, with all of our Mad Dexter money, I got her a pony. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so we, the only thing to say is until next week. Until next week. That's a wrap. <laughs>